everybody, and welcome back to You Can't Win. This is Tom here, and I'm joined by Don as usual. Today we have returning guest Big Dave. He's going to be telling us about the Who Care philosophy and how that applies, given all the crazy stuff that's going on today and how people are, you know, acting silly on Twitter and all that. And uh, yeah, we'll just be checking in with him and answering some questions and all that good stuff. So, how you doing, Dave? Not bad. A little bit low spoons tonight, but uh, not too bad. Yeah, I was uh, I was pretty tired earlier, but I took a fairly long nap, like three or four hours or something. So, um, uh, three or four hours that put me out for a while. I don't <laughs> think I, I'd be able to podcast after that. I'd have to be like, uh, <laughs> maybe drink a bunch of coffee to wake up. Yeah, I, I'm 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 about ninety percent there. I've got some iced tea. I had some dinner. Um, I think I'm ready to go. Okay, so. Uh, for me, I had an hour-long nap, and that was too long. I'm sort of still disoriented, like, five hours later. <laughs> really? An yeah. hour, to me, like, if I just fall asleep for, like, an hour like that, I'll wake up, and it's, like, nothing, you know, like, yeah. no time has passed kind of thing. But, mm-hmm. yeah, the, this four-hour thing, I definitely felt like, you know, the way you, f- you feel when you wake up in the morning, that kind of thing. You kids are up all night on, on your video games and stuff. I, I normally <laughs> go to sleep early. Yeah, I'm still staying up to like four. Quarantine life, eh? Well, honestly, it's it's more like a Ramadan schedule, and I just haven't uh, changed it. I'm, I'm staying well, up till true, the yeah. till the Fajr time, and then uh, reading a little bit after that for no real reason. It just feels like the right thing to do before sleeping, and then like the sky starts to get brighter. I'm like, okay, time to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been reading a fair bit lately, but. You ever read a book and it's just like you feel like you've got deja vu and you've read it before? Like I read, read Michael Crichton's Sphere. It just feels so similar to so many books I've read. It just, I don't know, sort of disoriented me when I read it. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. How are things going there out in BC, like for opening up and stuff? Are you. I read that it wasn't like. Uh, it was like done differently or something, I don't know, than like Ontario. Yeah. Ontario feels like it's, I don't know, just doing whatever. New York did or whatever, I guess. I don't know. So Yeah, we had like this health minister that's like running the thing that sees some famous epidemiol, whatever you call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, body Henry and people just love her because she's like this girl boss lady. But I, I just think like we just did everything right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like we closed down early and, and uh, work from home started. It's just been really good. Like, I think it's been two weeks since we had a new case in the interior. Wow. It's just basically been uh, uh, care homes that have really been hit the hardest. Sure. And they worked really hard to put out all the fires in, in all those care homes. So it's yeah. been pretty much like almost a non-starter. Like, I don't know. Here in Surrey, it's like, you know, all Asian people anyway. So everybody's masked up all the time. I'm yeah. probably the only person that doesn't wear a mask. I'm like, if, if they're all masked up, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, free rider, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, I mean, that's good, though. I mean, have you been working from home, or is it just... A little bit, but, uh, yeah. like, my office was totally empty. So, like, we have three kids, so they're all doing school from home. My wife got, you know, doing work from home, and, and she's been super busy. She works in a bank, so, like, sure. everybody's getting... And she works in the loan admin department, so everybody's getting their loan sort of 
fixed or changed or you sure, know, sure. suspension. Yeah. So she was super busy. So our house was just packed, <laughs> even though we yeah, have a, yeah. a decent sized place. So I, I, I would go to the office a fair bit. Oh, really? Because, yeah, you can't do that here. I mean, it's here. It's like you it, like they don't even allow that. So Oh, really? Yeah. Like my dad's been working at home from f- since mid-March. Okay. And uh, yeah, like it's it, well, what they've done now is they've started to open up a bit, like uh, in terms of uh, like uh, our region and stuff. They're doing like region by region because yeah, the way that it is is that most of Ontario, except for Toronto and maybe Ottawa, had almost no deaths, like mm-hmm. very very few. And then uh, Toronto itself got hit pretty hard. And again, it was you know the institutional facilities and all that stuff. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's strange because uh, um, it's in this kind of a strange limbo now, where we're not really open, we're not really closed. You know, people aren't really. Anyway, when I go out, no one seems to be taking it seriously at all. They don't care at all yeah. at this point. So, yeah. Well, we're doing like the slow turn um, change out. So like works like everybody's slowly coming back to work. Sure. You have certain days where you're in the office and. You know, they can only have a certain amount of people in the office those days yeah. uh, with, with your square footage and everything. And some restaurants are open. But thing is, like, like I've done a lot of because sort of my my field of work is like, you know, breathable air and HVAC sure. and, and sure. all that kind of stuff. So the stuff I've read, I, I would not like if you can't don't go to any restaurants where you're sitting inside as long as it's on a patio or yeah. like. You know, a lot of those restaurants, you know, had those big open doors at the front, like basically, you know, the, all the windows open up and you can sit right sure, there sure. and yeah, have yeah, fresh yeah. air. Yeah. But if you can avoid going to any place, like the thing, the nice thing about like supermarkets and stuff like that, they have the really high ceilings and stuff. Sure. So that's, yeah. that makes, you know, that's it's much more safer. But restaurants, uh, places where you're really like packed in, it's yeah. definitely, if, if you can wait till like there's a vaccine or whatever until, you know, Israel decides to play nice and give us a vaccine, you know, (laughs) (laughs) stay away from the restaurants, man. It's bad news. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I was telling tabs about the high ceilings in grocery stores and she was kind of like, I mean, she, she's like, all right, that's a fair point, but she doesn't think that that made too much of a difference and all that. And like one day I, I, went out to the store and I forgot my mask and I was the only person in there yeah. without a mask and I felt like such a douchebag like everyone's looking at me like oh this guy look at this guy yeah you know? yeah T- typical three percenter <laughs> yeah that's me <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah yeah I, like, I figure it's the not thing with bad. supermarkets too is like uh right now because a lot of their produce is out in the open like so like they have a um crazy chilling system so mm. as long as they're getting more fresh air than recirculated air it's it's not too bad like in a supermarket it's probably one of the safer places to be um i don't know like here the health um authority says you know switch from recirculating a lot of your air to to running fresh air on your units as much as possible so mm-hmm. i don't know how many people are doing that but that's the regulations passed down because you know recirculated air is much easier to heat or cool obviously right because it's already been conditioned once but uh, energy costs are going to go up but they want to keep people breathing fresh air yeah yeah at the walmart i was there the other day and they had like signs everywhere that said like don't touch the produce unless you buy it and stuff and, yeah and they have like signs all over the floor uh like one-way arrows and all that kind of stuff so yeah. you can only and uh, no one was obeying it whatsoever. Yeah, like, it nobody listens to the arrows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, 
I, I think I think people are ready for it to be over no matter what happens. Yeah. So we'll Not see. me. I, I want this to keep on forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom's got that neat lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm loving it too much. I think. <laughs> yeah. Better. Yeah. It, it's. I think it wears on like normies a lot. Like for me, it was tough just because like everybody's in the house all the time. But I, True. I don't go. Yeah. I don't go to hang out with people very often. Like maybe once a month, we'll have family over. We'll go visit family. But to people that are out all the time, sure, it's it's really hard on them. Like the one guy at work was just always talking about. Oh, he just wishes he could go to Cactus Club, which is like a a local chain, and and have a Bellini with 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 his buddies. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> that honestly depresses me when I hear people talk like that. It just sounds like. I don't know. It reduces your life to this tiny, like, stupid thing, you know? And it just, like, that's what you look forward to every day. I don't know. It just makes me sad a little bit. <laughs> but, I don't know. It, make, it makes me sad almost, though, the other side of it, of me being, like, perfectly fine with not going out at all. You know what I mean? Like, me being like, oh, yeah, I just, I don't know. It doesn't bother me if we have to stay inside until October or something. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. Shouldn't I want to be around friends and stuff? I don't know. Well, we, so. we have deep, like, interior lives, you know. That's... that's like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're poets. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got a bunch of friends. I got a bunch of um, DMs on Twitter that I don't need real friends. Sure. Right. <laughs> Supposedly, Illinois has uh, been doing a really good job. They said that we had... Like in in the whole country, we have had the largest percentage of decreases uh, of late, and uh, they're really taking their time with this. They have like a four phase system, and they're being very careful. Supposedly, I mean, I'm sure that it's all like bottom line is dictated by like business interests and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, uh, it, it does seem like they're. I don't know. I have no complaints really. <laughs> Isn't your governor the guy that said um, chocolate milk like? It's you mix the chocolate into the milk and you and you mix it together so black and white, and it's delicious. Oh, I don't think so. Uh, okay. or, or maybe that was before Pritzker. Pritzker is the, oh yeah, the current before governor. Pritzker. Oh yeah, he's yeah. a guy with a massive head, right? Yeah, he he's a he looks like a, like he could be like a mob <laughs> boss in a video game or something. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. He's like a billionaire or something. Yeah, that's that's kind of where. We politics is going up to be a billionaire to to run. Yeah, it's weird though because it's like at that point you have so much money that sometimes you don't care that much. Like he seems fairly decent, you know. Like a lot of people complain yeah. about Chicago politics being super corrupt and stuff, and I'm sure mm -hmm. he's involved in all of that kind of business. But yeah, as far as it concerns, like me and everything, seems okay, you know. Yeah. I think that's sort of part of like my where my who care sort of attitude comes from. Like, unless you're really into local politics, nothing seems to change. So it's just like, why do you have to like read the paper, get mad at it all the time? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the name of the game right now. Everyone's reading papers and getting mad. <laughs> just <laughs> chill. You know, nothing you can do to change it unless, you know, you see the guys out there marching and stuff. But th that's sort of all become sort of like pacified now and everything that's, I don't know, I don't think anything really changes when they're not burning stuff down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I said on a recent episode that I think if you want to take it to the next level, you got to scare these cops and like yeah. learn how to make an IED or something. But 
if you're not going to that extent, then this is going to be what you get. You're going to just kind of hand it off to the, yeah. the people of college and the Democrats and stuff and see what happens. Exactly. The, <laughs> the, the cucks. Um, <laughs> yeah. I saw this, I don't know. I've seen this video like a million times on, retweeted on Twitter today, but like in Long Island, there was a guy marching with the, the microphone and, and his uh, boom box and the cop sort of like gets in front of him and posts up like, you know, like a basketball player ready to take a charge. And so he does that. He stops right in front of the guy. So the guy bumps into him and then they all gang up and beat on him. and lock <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. It's just like perfect. Just like, you know, like, you know, like how, you know, when the guy sets his feet in basketball right in the in the paint and takes the charge perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nope. Yeah. No foul. Yeah. Have there been any protests in BC at all? Or? Yeah. It's kind of funny, though, because like, there's barely any black people here. It's so, like, I, I get the sentiment, but I don't know. I always feel bad. Like, like natives will never get uh, the 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 respect they they deserve like you know we've been shitting on native people in canada for like <laughs> hundreds of years and now like there's like blm uh marches and stuff like that instead of like you know let's get natives some clean drinking water and you know respect their rights and not build pipelines on them and everything like we they had that moment before covid and then covid sure. came and stopped the yeah. wetsuin wetsuin uh mm-hmm. um protest yeah yeah i mean uh i don't know it, did you see that daily show clip about like canada invading the u.s or something like that they wanted no they want anyway, the daily show said that they wanted uh canada to liberate them to like make them into like a liberal paradise or yeah something try kind of. yeah fucking woodchuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, and i was like I was like, yeah, that is not that is not what Canada is. I don't know. Like, it's not <laughs> I like, don't know. And the bird yeah. was pretty pretty awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. Pretty much close to like perfect living as you can get here in the birds, right? <laughs> if you have a decent job, like yeah, yeah. I don't know, like it's probably one of the better places to to enjoy it. But you know, there's a lot of like dirty secrets and stuff swept yeah. under the rug here in yeah. Canada. But how are you? Uh, how is the BC NDP doing? The government there. Uh, I don't know. They're just losers. They're like yeah. they didn't. They uh they gave a bailout to like the landlords. Like yeah. <laughs> like the bailout that they gave to like people that rent went straight to the landlords. So like the people sure. that, <laughs> that were renting, like they couldn't you know keep it pocketed and not pay their rent or whatever. But sure, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I don't know. BC is a strange place. Like it's another place where there's so much dark money running around. Like I, I don't think you can really do much but i don't know they did better than than like if like the liberals which is our conservative type party were Mm -hmm. were, would have been in power like they didn't do any tax cuts and you know like like those kind of uh um schemes to to make (laughs) to make things better but it's kind of weird like you know they are a social democratic party but it doesn't really seem like that yeah yeah i don't know how about the greens what are they up to did they abandon the government yet, or what? What are they up to? No, they, they they're loving it being like the party of power kind of thing, so they get their way. But I don't like I, I don't really follow it too close. I just sure. whatever whatever yeah. comes out, and uh, everything's pretty quiet for COVID, right? So like yeah, until yeah, yeah. that gets, there's not going to be. You see, like the conservatives on like the national stage are trying to like you know say like you know 
Justin can't stop Parliament from happening. You know, yeah, yeah. We need more. <laughs> yeah. We need. We need more transparency. It's like uh, nobody. Yeah, no and everybody's cares, like, yeah. nobody. <laughs> nobody cares at all of yeah, Canada. Yeah. He's got yeah. everybody so happy and sedated with those Serb checks. Yeah. So Serb is our our version of like that twelve hundred dollars you guys got, but everybody can get it, even if you have a job, but you have to pay it back in taxes later. But uh, everybody's getting two grand and like. You know, seniors got a bunch of money, uh, kids, uh, students are getting some now. So I think there's probably just a very small slice of people that that aren't happy with what they're getting for free right now. I think I think they said something like eight million people applied for the CERB or something like that. It was just a, just yeah. an enormous amount of people. Like it, 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 no relationship to the rules, even really at this point. Like just everyone yeah. is in on it, which is fine. But like, uh, um, I think it ends soon, though. I think it. Yeah. I think in the next while until it ends soon. end of August, yeah. they said okay. it was good. Okay. Till, but yeah. my wife won't let me. Um, she's too much of a clean shirt to let me do, try and apply sure. for it. Sure. So like then you have to pay it back. I'm like, it's a free two thousand dollars loan from the government. Then if you don't have to pay it back, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. PS Five is yeah. coming out in October. Sure. Oh, is it October? <laughs> Did they say? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm use my uh, Justin Trudeau bucks to buy a PS Five. <laughs> yeah, that's just subsidies for China. I see how this works now. <laughs> it, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, if, if, are you guys Reddit guys much or or not no. really? Uh, no, a bit like uh, there's certain subreddits that I read. I don't really look at all the like major, yeah, front page. The Canada stuff. one is like just so anti-China, but like the average person, I don't think really cares. But it, it just feels like like they're always got like the you know National Post is like our um uh our sort of right wing newspaper here. We don't really have any left wing ones, but like the National Post is like really right wing, and like so there's always something about China in there every every day just about so it gets posted to the canadian reddit <laughs> like this one guy's got like in um government has like 1.2 million dollar loans from the bank of china which isn't even you know that much for a rich guy but they're like oh he's compromised needs to be kicked out of the government <laughs> it's so yeah. funny yeah the chicago yeah. subreddit is really right wing because there's a lot of people yeah who, they're like from the suburbs but they mm-hmm. you know, they're on there on the subreddit and stuff so they actually have no yeah. connection to the city besides yeah. like their imagination you know so they just imagine like this war zone that's going on and how <laughs> they, they like are supporting the cops and stuff right now although there's sort of like a mix it's like a lot of those people a lot more than you would expect given like the actual people that live in the city and then there's people who are you know i, I don't know it's just a lot of opinionated people that should really just shut up <laughs> they should they should who care right like i i, yeah. I, I go on, onto the vancouver reddit i just want to you know see what's going on like if new places are opening up right like, just local news you know that kind of thing local news like see what people hikes they've liked and everything but it's just like I guess everything online is just turns to what everybody everybody's opinion is. There's nothing really truly pure left online except for like all trails. I don't know. We, I love hiking, so like all trails is like an app. I haven't seen any political stuff on there yet, so that's <laughs> what could you even <laughs> say about, about trails? Know. You know, yeah. You never know. Yeah, you could you could make sure. it political. Yeah. yeah, people find a way, I guess. Oh, we have Baden Powell Trail. He's supposedly a bad guy right yeah i don't know who is that he's the guy that founded the scouts and stuff i think yeah like the boy scouts or like is there canadian scouts 
Uh, well, I don't know if he, I thought he, I thought he founded all of it, but I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I just noticed like right now they're saying in England his statues are bad. Like they want to tear down his statues too because he's kind of a bad dude. I'm all for all this statue tearing down stuff. It's oh, one, yeah. one step closer to Sharia law, you know. <laughs> there, I saw someone talking about how, uh, you know, if you want to tear down the, all these Confederate statues and stuff, then why don't you tear down a statue of the Prophet Muhammad and see how the Muslims like it? <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. First, you got to find one, and then go go right ahead. <laughs> no one's going to care. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that bothered me about that was that I saw, like, hundreds of British influencers making that joke. Oh, yeah. And they're probably... <laughs> the the, <laughs> so, the so one about said. the Muhammad statues? Yeah. Okay. And uh, so it ended up being, like, uh, a thing where, like, I was, like, I don't know. There should be some sort of thing on uh, Twitter where you can, like, group the opinions and then make it so that only one of them gets to be able to post it or something. You know what I mean? Like, that would <laughs> yeah, be yeah. a good feature or something. So we don't... I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't every Shia family have a statue of Muhammad in their closet? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're up to. I, I stay out of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, right next to their, like, fire shrine or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And their Christmas trees. So, Dave, how do you feel like uh, No Beef 2020 is going? Uh, for me, it's going really well. But, uh, I don't know, I keep trying to, like, get people to to mute and block people online and just not give them the, the, the air. But I don't know, like you see like this Michael Tracy guy yeah, and people just, just been beating him into the ground like over and over and over again. Like, I just don't understand. Like, what can you do? Like, uh, Michael Tracy, Anna K, um, I don't know, Katatorian or how you spell her last name, all these weird trad accounts. Um, I don't know, just the same Matty Iglesias, uh, all these guys are just sort of contrary for the sake of being contrary, and yeah. it just seems to rile people up every day, and it just, uh, uh, like, I have so many, like, phrases and people muted online that uh, yeah. it's it's nice, but, like, the DMs, everybody's always like, oh, they, they want to, like, oh, look what Michael Tracy said today. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, he says yeah. Some, he says something stupid every day. Same with Anna Kay. Like, at least, you know, she... It's always sort of been like this troll, like, like, yeah, I find her a little bit more interesting. I don't know. Maybe it's just because she's a girl. But she's a little <laughs> bit more interesting than Michael Tracy, yeah. but uh, sure. the, that stuff gets shared, uh, seems like endlessly. And yeah. those people aren't there in good faith. Like nobody really on, is on Twitter in good faith, are they? Yeah. Like, oh, I, I am. I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> You're not on there to like looking to change your mind. You just want to go and like, for me, it's who cares all about the bands, right? Like you just, yeah. Twitter should be about having fun, you know? Yeah. But you can't really, the filters and blocking and all that only work so much because. Yeah. Uh, and they start screenshotting. Screenshotting and yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. And I also, uh, it also does this thing where, like, if you click on the tweet when it's being blocked, it'll show mm -hmm. you the tweet from now on or something, at least on my yeah. app. So, like, it just it does, doesn't yeah. even, if you, yeah, if, if someone, yeah, it doesn't even work. It doesn't, yeah, so. Because the curiosity always gets to you. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't really I don't mute or block anybody anymore. I, I, there was one period of time where I was just extremely, like, block anything. Like, I just don't like a tweet. I'll just block it. Like, I don't care if we're, like, mutual followers just, like, 
trying to clean up the timeline. And then I just stopped caring it completely. And, uh, you know, I just go on there and make my little joke or whatever. I scroll a little bit and then that's it. I don't, you know, I, I don't know. It just completely washes over me and I don't care. Um, yeah. Okay. You know, it's well, just, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for me, I, I got to, I don't know. I waste too much time on Twitter. I should probably tone down my Twitter time, but quarantine was bad. Like honestly, like because sure. work was slow too uh, for those yeah. few weeks, and like you're just basically online all day. Yeah, I think my At Twitter time when... has actually gone down with quarantine somehow. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, I, I would spend a lot of time on Twitter, like on the train and at work, even and stuff, and now that if I'm working on the computer, like I have other things I can do on my computer rather than just like right. my phone is my only way of like <laughs> not yeah. doing things basically. So for me, like the evenings when I like watch TV or I hang out with the family, then I put my phone away. And then if I'm like, the best thing is if you're gaming, then you don't look at Twitter at all. That's like, yeah, that's why like, it's a, it's a good sort of Zen thing or I try it uh, reading, but I'm reading on my iPad. So like, it's a bit tough, but I make sure I, I do like thirty-minute blocks with no checking over of Twitter. Mm-hmm. What are you playing these days? Uh, I was selling Donald Four, but uh, Fallout Four. I never played it. Okay. Fallout Three is probably my favorite game ever, so I've just been playing that. It's kind of I don't know. It's not that fun, but uh, yeah, I'm looking. I want to get uh, like a JPRG that you can really grind and waste some time some time on because I, I miss that like the old sort of jprgs where you just you know grind your levels and level up and basically that's the the story story is pretty cool too but basically the the main point of the game is just grinding levels and then fighting bosses yeah yeah i've been playing a lot of civ 6 and uh getting back into my old habits of like that that's a huge time sink like that you, yeah you know, you'll just turn it on and then like you don't even know and three hours have gone by but like putting yeah. that on and then having like a lecture or something in the background so i'm like listening to something and then it's just like completely cool. passive but consuming information and <laughs> it's just my ideal yeah. state of being really yeah maybe i'll get back into football manager or that 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 used to be waste a lot of my time so that that was a lot of fun yeah, that's a good one. Those kind of things. I almost yeah. got out of the park the new one. I was thinking about yeah. doing that, but it seems kind of like a weird thing to do with sports being, you know, what it is <laughs> right now. Yeah. But um, you know what's funny? It's like they actually um, gambled on out of the park baseball. Oh yeah, I oh. heard about that. That's really funny. Yeah. yeah. So like, there there've been a lot of sports sims that you can gamble on, like uh, people playing Madden and stuff like that. But uh, the funniest one was like they were fully simming games and out of the park, and you could gamble either way. I, I think I bet on one or two games. <laughs> I'm not proud That's of right. it, but <laughs> <laughs> have you been following like Boons Liga or something like that? Any of those? Yeah, things? a little bit. Yeah, I've been yeah. Fo- following it a, li- a little bit since it came back. Um, Spanish league started this weekend, and then Italian league starting, and then English league is starting next week, and then golf is back so that's it's been kind of itching that that spot like you know league of legends and counter-strike go are you know i I tried to get into that stuff competitive like watching it it's just not for me sure yeah you ever watch that tom league of legends no 
What about Counter Strike Go? Like the uh, I watch Andy play it sometimes now, just yeah. because I'm trying to help him get his Twitch channel started. By the way, if yeah. you're listening to this, if you're on Twitch at all, you should check out Andy. I think his name is Batongan on there. I'll, I'll put it in yeah. the show notes. But uh, yeah, I don't Actually, know. I used to play Counter Strike a lot though. Oh, okay. I keep saying like every time his Twitch comes up, I tell him he has to get a job. <laughs> before he becomes a twitch guy <laughs> well i think he's, he's trying to avoid that with the twitch thing <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, i don't know just being being online the, the no beef thing you know it, it's a good mentality because like there's so much on there that'll rile you up like all this stuff like really shows you like really what you know everybody's minding and moaning about the, the most minor differences in society like you know but then you see like a black guy just get totally like destroyed by like the cops and like racist system in america and you're like okay that's sort of you know sort of centers your your kind of um i don't know just your it should it should it should like let you know what what's really important and not like yeah the, yeah give you some perspective like some, it, it, and knowing blue check online, like who cares? It, like in in the grand scheme of things, no, none of that really affects you personally. And if you if you if you get into it too deep with with these people, like it just affects you a lot. I think a lot of times, you know, you see that people that you know are too online or, or too invested in in something, they it, a lot of negative thinking. You know, you got to try and switch it around. Try to find more positive things, you know, uh, with your friends. Yeah. Yeah, stop getting into fights on the behalf of, like, these media personalities that are just trying to boost their careers. Let Make them do the work. Exactly. That's their job. You know, you exactly. Don't get, you don't have to get You're involved their, in all that bullshit. They're, they're, they, they say these kind of things on purpose for the, the driving interaction, right? Yeah. So if you don't give them any interaction and it just becomes sort of like a hollow chamber that are just getting the people that agree with them when people agree with you, you, you know, I don't know, unless you're very eloquent or you, you, you say things the right way, you don't get as much interaction as being an idiot online. Like, you yeah. know, the guys that get like thousands of retweets and stuff like that, they're all like, you know, they're trying to like get a rise out of somebody or something. Yeah. Although there also is a sort of a lane there for people that do say very basic things that mm-hmm. are obvious as if uh, everyone disagrees with them, but, like, they're the mm-hmm. ones that have figured it out or whatever. Like Ice you know, Cube? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Ice Cube is fucking days, yeah. man. He was awesome this week. But <laughs> yeah. I, I think he mean, I think Dodd means most of, like, the, the annoying Canadian blue checks that tweet, like, all those kind of annoying stuff about American politics, and they're, like, fully ingrained with, like, you know, other, like, cringe blue checks or whatever, and everybody's retweeting them. They're the number ones that I always mute and block right away. Yeah, or like the people that are like uh, Tumblr refugees and stuff. Like the oh, people yeah. that have come over and, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the, yeah, the number one, I think, yeah, the number one way to get engagement or that is either pick a fight with someone that's extremely dumb mm-hmm. or uh, pick a fight with someone that you agree 99% of the stuff with otherwise. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> yeah. those are like the two things. It's like there's not like uh, people disagreeing over, uh, you know, genuine disagreement over uh, substantial, but still, you know, believing a lot of the same things. It's more like uh, 
you know, someone agrees 99% of you, but they said this word that you disagree with its definition or something. So therefore, uh, they're a garbage individual that needs to be destroyed or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, everybody should just have that mentality of like just having fun, just having sure. fun, learning a little bit, you know, enjoy it. Yeah. And yeah. not everything's for you. You know, if you see something exactly. you don't like, that's, that's, that's not for you. That's for somebody else. Just calm down about it. You know, that's it. Like I saw some black guy today say about how like Dave Chappelle never talks about women in his sketches. <laughs> I was like, how <laughs> oh, but did you, did you watch that? His, uh, his thing that 846 or yeah well, i actually watched it last night yeah and it's pretty raw it's pretty emotional like it makes you feel something but if you yeah. watch that and you had something i don't understand the mentality of like how you can watch that and then and then say that like it just it's just so funny it's like that's just our society now we got to find something so like nitpicky with something that's powerful and you know everybody's sort of talking about but you got to find your your angle on it why it sucks yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I quite liked it. I mean, it wasn't really funny. There wasn't a lot of jokes. No. And obviously, that wasn't really what he was going for. Uh, but I just yeah. really like hearing what he has to say about things. I, I generally yeah. find him pretty reasonable and kind of like level headed and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I really liked uh, how he ended hilarious. it. Yeah. He's I won't spoil guy. it, I guess, for people who haven't seen yeah, it yet. Don't, but... don't spoil it. Yeah. But yeah, he's, a, he's always been a kind of a like, cutty sort of, you know, very similar kind of you know jokes and everything that i like but i'm not that funny sadly <laughs> yeah he's just he's yeah that's a, probably not the person to compare yourself against i don't know yeah he's one of the most talented <laughs> well, people on the planet but yeah, yeah exactly. i'm not not, not you know I, i've tried to work on a tight five but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's not great nobody yeah. wants to hear from a fat Indian guy about stuff like I don't know. There's already one Russell Peters. He, yeah, I was gonna he, say yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he cornered the market. <laughs> the world doesn't need another guy like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although I think uh, I guess stand-up comedy's dead now. I don't know. You can't go into like a crowded basement or whatever. So oh yeah. Have to, now it's uh, people just doing Instagram shows and stuff. I guess. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I uh, saw a thing on YouTube. Uh, Mark Norman went out and did his first show uh, after you know s since like March something or other. Uh, so I don't know. There's some places that are still open. I guess they're all doing it in like Texas and stuff. Sure. Yeah, but do you, I don't know. Like mo most comedians are, aren't very um, you know healthy anyways. Do you want to? take the chance of, of <laughs> yeah, catching yeah. COVID. Yeah. Uh, you, just, you go to the comedy condo and the guy there is just hacking up, like coughing, like <laughs> spilling uh, bile out and whatever. And then it's like, no, 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 he doesn't have COVID. He's just, he's just a road guy. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. just what, that's what he sounds like all the time. So yeah. He's been smoking three packs a day for, his, for the last two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He only eats the food that's at that bar. Like you don't. <laughs> so. He's had chicken wings for his lunch the past twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but I, I did like Doug Stanhope said this thing once, and it, it's kind of a it, you know it is a bit of a hack thing, but it, it, I think it's true that like he says he doesn't like doing college shows and stuff because people just stand at the back with a blank sign and a marker. 
in her like <laughs> preparing preparing to figure out what they're going to protest you on kind of yeah so, i can imagine that stanhope's yeah. pretty funny guy like uh yeah. did you ever hear his 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 uh his spiel about like how like they like his mother committed euthanasia because she was so sick yeah the whole yeah the whole party that they had around that like that's yeah. you know that's unreal and like the way he's able to like talk about that and still make it funny and make you sort of interested in it rather than sort of being gruesome and grim and everything like that. That's how you know that somebody's like super, um, super talented. Yeah. And not preachy either. Like he's got his point of view, but he's just sort of like explaining the way he sees things and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I I really like him and he's supposed to be like a really nice guy and he's helped out a lot of comics over the years and all that kind of stuff. I've heard a lot of stories about him doing stuff like that. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, do we want to get into questions at this point? Sure. Okay. All right, guys. When is the last time you cried? Hmm. Uh, uh, you know what? Oh, this is embarrassing. Do I have to say it? Uh, you have to Have say you seen it. that Ricky Gervais show on Netflix? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> where his, his wife died of cancer. And uh, like it, it's about him. That? What's it called? It's a, uh, Afterlife, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't see And that. it's his new one. And it's like, it's just so like, it's, parts of it are just so depressing. And like, like I don't know, it must have caught me at a weak moment. But I, I, I sort of cracked up, uh, cracked up a little bit. Uh, the like the season finale of episode uh, of, se- of season one. It was, it was uh, I got kind of emotional. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's out there. Uh, I, I have to, you know, <laughs> you I'll never, I don't want to lie it, online. I don't want to lie online. It's too <laughs> sacred. <laughs> I honestly can't think of the last time I cried. I'm not really a big crier. Like if I get sad, I just get sad. I don't like, nothing leaks out to the outside. Hmm. Um, Maybe uh, come to Chicago and kick you in the shin a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might do it. Yeah, but I don't you know. Don't... I, I think that the closest I get really on this, yeah, I'm another person that's like, uh, you know, on the depression scale, when they, they do the depression sc- like test, whatever, they have like, uh, I think it's like, uh, like four being the highest. Three is I cry all the time, and four is uh, I want to cry, but I can't. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that's, which is pretty, that's pretty metal. I don't know. Like that's pretty, <laughs> like, it's pretty uh, sad. But uh, yeah, I'm, I, if I get really sad, like I get to the four level, I've never, I kind of bypass three and all that. I never, I'm not like, uh, um, I don't know, pretty close down on that kind of stuff. I do like cry sometimes in terms of like, uh, if I'm, uh, I get so tired and stressed and stuff that like, tears come out but i don't like it's not like crying i mean it's just like it's just tears are coming out i don't know so yeah like in an anime like, when they get really mad and all that kind of stuff yeah like i'm not like uh it's not generally i'm not like sad when that happens it's just like a stress thing or something so yeah yeah i don't know yeah so. i wish i could say something i want to just like uh you know be honest like dave i just can't think of when the last time was it's probably something like a song or a movie or something like that too to be honest yeah, Princess Modern, okay. Yeah, the, that, <laughs> yeah. There's a there was this video I retweeted earlier about this black family getting attacked by water buffaloes in a zoo, and uh, 
the lady was crying in it because like the animals wouldn't leave them alone and i was laughing so hard i cried a little bit uh, for that this afternoon it's like <laughs> we ain't got nothing for you leave us alone <laughs> <laughs> then the one kid starts puking in the middle. It's, it's like one of, honestly one of the greatest things i've ever seen in my life <laughs> good times uh, all right. Next question here is: How should neats spend their day? Um, well, I, I mean, <laughs> I've got a lot of insight into this, but uh, um, I would say uh, I don't know. I I, I feel like uh, should I would say get outside, get like talk to people, go do stuff, figure out things you could do next or whatever. Um, don't just cocoon and turn into. Don't don't like start doing that thing where your skin starts to absorb into the couch or whatever. You don't want to become one of those people. You want to like uh, you just kind of I don't know. I think that's I think that's the real answer. I think that the the answer that uh, um uh, of what I do do is probably closer to uh, just chip away at different small projects and stuff day to day. That's what I like to do. Like reading about. I bought a book about coding. Like what? I'm, I'll probably never code, but I got a I got a book about it now. I guess I'll work on that. I don't know. You should uh, go to the gym, waste a couple hours there, uh, hit the sauna and stuff like that too. Talk to the talk to people. Pack Shock a lunch. those heat proteins. Yeah, pack a lunch, have your lunch, then go hit uh, hit up the coffee shop, work on your manuscript or something for a couple hours and then go home and, and start gaming. That's what I think <laughs> yeah. would be the ultimate neat lifestyle. Sure. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta have uh, small goals or something like small things to do at least because uh, I don't know. It's, yeah. Otherwise you're just gonna, I don't know, end up arguing with people online or whatever. Yeah. I would say try to maintain a kind of a normal schedule, you know, like don't, uh, don't let yourself sleep in until like the afternoon every day and stay up all night and all that kind of stuff. I, I know I just said that I've been doing that, but mm-hmm. you know, do do as I say, not as I do, kind of a thing. But you're only neat because of uh, COVID, right? You'd be out there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Normally, I I, I would be out going to work okay. and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Well, I guess we we'll let you guys we'll let you slip. But, uh, Donald, you better be waking up early, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'll work on that. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let me have a chat with your parents about your schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll go grab them. Okay. No. Um, okay, next question. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay, if I made a podcast about medieval history stuff like the Frankish Kings, would you guys tune in? Uh, no. I don't listen to podcasts too much other than, like, gambling ones. Uh, fantasy football. We started about fantasy football based on Frankish Kings, and maybe. But, uh, <laughs> that actually sounds like it would be cool. Like, you could simulate it on Crusader Kings or something. That... That, that, now that is something I would listen to, like uh, making up weird conquests and see how they go uh, as opposed to history. Like if you could fix battles, like um, talk about how battles went down and see how you could fix it for one side to beat the other. Uh, whereas like, you know, instead of, you know, how history turned out, how history could have turned out, 
I don't know. There's a, there's too much history podcasts. Like, don't you think like that's like, you know, that, that standard podcast. Like the one I do enjoy that's a little bit different is The Fall of Civilizations. Just because just his style, like he's very easy to listen to. And he goes into stuff that, you know, it's not as typical because it, it is dead civilizations that you don't really read up on. Like the one he did on um, Angkor Wat was really cool. Like hmm. oh, because cool. like yeah, yeah. But uh, but history's done to death. Like there's a million history podcasts. Well, history there's a b- bunch of people with history degrees with no jobs and stuff. So that's what right. you get. Listen to well, Age of Napoleon instead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Agent Napoleon deserves a shout out. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy that. And uh, the guy that does it, um, Trillburn Online, is one of mm-hmm. the smartest guys, I think, on Twitter. So, yeah, um, he's definitely so easy he's to good. listen to. Sure. And, Even though uh, Elon Musk likes it, don't put all oh, that against yeah, yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I would probably listen to it if it was someone that I knew and liked. I find that I already feel like overwhelmed by the amount of content out there. Like I don't feel any, uh, if people don't listen to like say this show, because even if they know me, it doesn't bother me at all. Just because I feel like I look at my podcast app and there's like 20 things I want to listen to. And, uh, I don't know. I I find I'm like a, I am a super user on this kind of stuff. Like I really do listen to a lot of content and all that kind of stuff, but there's so many things that like I look at and I'm like, Oh man, I don't know. I got to, get through it so i think i feel like if you make one you have to kind of just make one and uh more because uh you're really into it like the idea of doing it like if you do it kind of in a half-assed way you're never gonna you'll just you'll you'll burn out or not do it or whatever mm-hmm. you can really have to be committed to it i don't know there's also there's another one also that i think um i've only listened to the first one so far but it's uh casualties of history um that like uh alex press is doing which is about like uh the making of the work the english working class the book which is uh i think that one's going to be really good but uh um i don't know i would listen to one about like the early frankish kings and all that kind of stuff uh if um but i feel like it there is a maybe 20 percent chance or 80 percent chance i should say like that it would just stick on the app you know i would just have it in my mm-hmm. podcast app and be like i'll listen to that one day but now yeah. I'm going to listen to Comtown or something. So, yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> We'll download it, but maybe not listen to it. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't been able to get into history stuff too much. Uh, I listened to history of philosophy without any gaps for a while to try to get a grasp on that ancient Greek philosophy type of stuff. And I don't know. I just have difficulty maintaining like long-term attention for podcasts for yeah. some reason. So. History doesn't really work for me, but I know lots of people like it, so, you know, who knows? Yeah. I prefer to read history because then I can go get through it quick, whereas somebody's talking about it, and I I, I find, like, my brain's going too fast to sort of keep up with that. Like, I just, I get bored and I'll, I'll, I'll be totally into something else, and the podcast finish, and I don't really remember anything. Yeah, I, I think I'm the same way. I like to be able to skim through sections where I sort of already know what they're talking about and then get to stuff yeah. that I don't know and kind of like take my time with that and even like reread it a couple times and all that kind of thing. So you can't really do that on a podcast. Yeah, so. exactly. Okay. 
Uh, all right, so this is maybe relevant with uh, what's going on in Seattle right now. Hi, Don. Not to trick you into stepping on people's toes, but what do you think of the anarchist argument that the Soviet Union and other 20th, commu- 20th century communist states by extension were actually capitalists since there was commodity exchange and reinvestment of profits? Um, yeah, I mean, this ended up being a big debate within the Soviet Union, even, like I said, the mainstream like between Stalinists and stuff, uh, it wasn't just like anarchists too. Like, I mean, that's, that's, I think that's a important thing too. Like people like Stalin had to weigh in on whether, uh, there was actually like say commodity production and all that, you know, like that if there was still the same kind of flows of value that people expected and all that. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like, uh, it's probably true that like there was some residue of capitalism, within the way that people are thinking about things and doing things. Um, uh, but if the more that you look into it though, I think it's true also that like from the fifties onwards, uh, they started having very conservative ideas about the economy in terms of, uh, trying to maximize production by making it so that like over, over time they tried to make it more operate by profit and loss and stuff. Um, in their thinking at least, it's one of those things where it's like the vanguard of the thinking. It's not actually what dominated the system, but the way that policymakers were thinking about it. And that ended up kind of laying the groundwork for capitalist restoration in the 80s. So I think it's fine, but it's one of those things where you start to say, well, then what they should have, they had done. You know what I mean? Like instead, if you have like an anarchist response to that, a lot of it is just going to be like, well, they should have had like local election votes a lot or something. It's not like, this, the economic structure probably would have looked very similar in an uh, anarchist kind of system. I think in reality, that's just what would have happened. Like, it would have looked quite similar. It's just that the decisions would have been made differently because they would have been from below somehow. But I don't even know if that works in, like, say, a situation like World War II. Like, what, like were they supposed to be holding votes when the tanks were, you know, a few miles from Moscow or whatever? I don't know. Like, it's just, like, I think it's one of those things where it's very easy to criticize, but, like, I don't know what they would have actually done in, you know, otherwise. I don't know. I think it's also one of those things where it's it's a world system. Like, it's like you have to be able to overthrow the whole capitalist system worldwide or else you're not going to get the result that you want in terms of planning. It just won't work. Like, you can't have it in, like, just one city or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's my spiel on that, my short spiel. Um, also, anarchists are mostly the most retarded accounts on Twitter. That's all I got to (laughs) say. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So one of your weirdly numerous Brazilian listeners here, Bolsonaro is calling for a military coup. Should the Maoist Catholic Jihad start now? What kind of martyrdom should I choose? So this is from late April. So maybe this is kind of dated. I don't know if that was, I don't remember seeing that in the news, but maybe this is a hypothetical situation. No, there was talk that there was going to be a, a military insurrection against uh, Bolsonaro because people were getting fed up with him, especially in the military. So, but yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Like, I think, I don't, is it a Maoist insurrection if you take over the army? Well, I feel like you need to, uh, maybe, I mean, I feel like you kind of have to have some sort of insurrection element other than just a coup. Like, you kind of have to, go out into the countryside and round up your troops or whatever and then run into the city somehow. I don't know. I mean, Brazil seems like a place where that would work pretty well. I don't know. Mm-hmm. At least in theory. You got all these landless peasants and all that and, you know, 
And uh, but I mean, part of the counter of that is that the police just kill people. You know, they go buck wild in Brazil on that kind of stuff. Yeah. They just, I don't know. It's not like you know, it, yeah, like the kind of stuff that happens in Brazil day to day would not even probably, you know, it would. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The stuff that happens in the U.S. would not even like show up on the evening news probably or something. So, yeah, yeah but didn't you see the video of the the mayor of Rio? He was on uh, in one of those army helicopters, like shooting civilians. Uh, from it or something like that <laughs> yeah, yeah, like and yeah. he he just got taken out uh, he was like one of Bolsonaro's earliest supporters so like I think that whole thing is sort of crumbling around around him and Trump unfollowed him on Twitter so that's probably the worst thing for him wow yeah Brazil sounds crazy yeah mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of like beautiful ladies there too that's kind of that's yep um, it was funny uh, years ago when uh, the Workers' Party was in power, though, because I remember like the newspapers would, you know, either say Brazil is a new wonderland, its economy is doing great, we're gonna, you know, and then it, it was like uh, it would it would flip on a dime, you know, uh, if uh, they did something that the capitalists didn't like or something. Like I remember the Economists. Had, uh, sort of the Economist magazine had like a article yeah. once that was like <laughs> cheerleading at first, like how you know the new Brazil was so great and all that, and then yeah, uh, it was like you know because be- and it was mostly because uh, Lula was like willing to use the police to just clear out the favelas and all that, like just you know and like uh, yeah, it's like it's funny because uh, and then now he's like kind of like the left champion that everyone. Uh, I don't know. I, it, it's not even like a bad thing. Like people can change or whatever. I don't know. But like, it is kind of one of those things where it's like it just seems so cynical. It's just like terrible. I really hope that like the United States is already like most of the way there, maybe. But I really feel like there's some residue there that I hope it doesn't just become like, you know, Bolsonaro country for you know that kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, looking back on it, the whole BRICS idea. If you look at all those countries, holy yeah. crap. Like (laughs) Brazil, India is like going full Hitler, you know, China's got the Uyghur camps and all that kind of stuff. And there, I saw this video, uh, do you guys know the YouTube channel Caspian report? Yeah. You showed me it before. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, they do these little like 15, 20 minute long videos that sort of like look at a certain geopolitical issue and kind of analyze it and tell you what's going on. And I was talking about the hyper or what are they called super dams or mega dams or something like that in uh tibet that uh that china is building how they're basically mm-hmm. going to have control over the water supplies water. to like india, india and all of southeast asia so that's like yeah. a third of the world's population or something that and there's no international law there's no regulations or anything that governs their ability to turn those on and off and all that kind of stuff so exactly it's on their land so they can sort of do whatever they want technically yeah, so uh, I don't see that working out pretty well. That seems like it might be a problem. I don't know. Yeah, the brick the, the brick thing has just gone like uh, yeah, India is just mental, man. Like every time you see a a news story about India, it's just <laughs> a new depth they've they've <laughs> they've got into like in dealing with like local people and stuff. It's just just unreal. Yeah, they need to uh, do some yoga or something. Calm the hell down. (laughs) 
Have you been following at all how it's been there for COVID and stuff or anything like that or no? Yeah, um, not too much, but lately it's been really ramping up. Like I think a lot of these places that we thought, okay, why isn't it ramped up yet? It's firing up like Delhi. They say they might have like a, a million people infected with it or something like that wow. in the future. Yeah, it's it's going to be really bad pretty soon. So I don't know. Modi just shut down the country on a whim and, you know, allowed like all these poor people to get beaten on if they're going to work and they had they have to go to work or they say like the poverty that's going to come from this wave of like everything being shut down and, you know, manufacturing being moved and stuff like that will probably kill way more people than uh, COVID will. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like there's probably in the rural areas too, a lot of diseases aren't under control anyways. There's like a lot of, you know, there's a lot of just poverty already in the countryside. Yeah, that like, I'm, I'm sure like, like in, yeah. in certain parts, but some parts sure. are like, they've done like a really good job of like, you know, some of like, I guess for myself, like I'm, I'm from Punjab and it's a little bit more, I guess, middle class there. So like things have been a bit better, but I don't know how, uh, how it's going to handle, cope with how COVID's going to rip through everybody because it's hard to do the social distancing when 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 you got over a billion people living in a country sure yeah but on the other hand they must have the strongest immune systems in the world oh, yeah. from the whole yeah culture <laughs> you know what I no mean. doubt <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know we'll see well that's the thing i told told people you know if you don't wash your hands all the time maybe you'll get more immunity to covid yeah right yeah yeah, especially if you also like eat with your hands and stuff, you know. <laughs> well, you see, like, uh, like a lot of those those weirdos in the states. Like, I watched the one about uh, um, Orange County, um, the all the people protesting the mask rule. They're like, "You're ruining my kids. They need to get out there and their immune systems boosted." Uh, 20 years from now, our kids are only going to be on Zoom. They're never going to be going to school. They're never going to use a playground again. It's just like, man. Like, there's just too many crazy people out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the thing that bothers me, I mean, like, I see it a lot online, too. The thing that uh, concerns me is that um, I, I don't mind if people are just, like, if I kind of, like, identify them as crazy and I can kind of just label them that and then ignore them or something. It's when people, it's people that, like, I know and trust otherwise, all of a sudden are, like, you know, you just kind of read their tweets every day or whatever, and then all of a sudden they can just kind of throw out something like... uh you know, like, uh, I don't know, like vaccines are fake or whatever, all that kind of stuff. Like they just, I don't know. I find that ever so often there's like little explosions that happen when I go, Oh no, that's not like, that's a, that's a person that, uh, I should not trust or whatever. I don't know. So, yeah. I kind of like when that happens, to be honest, it's like their third <laughs> eye opened up and it's like, Oh, they're achieving a new level. This is good. <laughs> um, okay. So I guess, Kind of continuing off the last question, I'm another one of those damn Brazilians and would like to see Tom comment on my ethnicity. Japonegro from a African Brazilian father and a Japanese Brazilian mother. Brazil has the biggest Jap Japanese diaspora in the world. Yeah, I've heard about that. That's kind of interesting. Um, I don't really have a comment about that. Good for you. Um, <laughs> you're the future, I suppose. That's what everyone's going to look like, so... Keep up the good work, Capo Negros. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. So, 
the joke is they're jungle Nazis. That's uh, what everybody in South America calls the rest of really. The rest that's of pretty South good. America called Brazil. They're, they're the jungle Nazis. <laughs> I have a good buddy that I'm on WhatsApp with, and uh, he's this uh, uh, full-on tanky from uh, Porto Alegre, uh, sort of South Brazil, and uh, he keeps me up to date on some Brazil stuff. It seems pretty wild down there. Uh, definitely like to visit one day. I wonder if that uh, the Japanese that might be a good vector for uh, um, Catholic evangelization. Like get the Japanese in Brazil, and then get them <laughs> to send it back to the home country somehow. And like you could kind of like use Japanese Brazilians, uh, to you know, kind of like you know, plant them in Japan, and then they could kind of like trick people or something. Be like, hey, let's go to the Shinto temple or whatever, and then. It ends up being the church or something, and I don't know. That might be a plan. I don't know. Japanese are too advanced for that. There's no way <laughs> Catholicism or whatever else is going to take over there. We'll figure it out. They've uh, they've repelled the invaders enough times. <laughs> yeah, that's why we got to get sneaky like that. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, does Donald know what makes a pope legitimate? What I mean is, is it the election process, the recognition of the church? How does the church know who is a real pope? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, mean, I, don't, I, feel like, I feel like it's one of those things where, uh, yeah, I don't know. That seems like a very uh, like Jacques Derrida question or something. You know I mean? Like, <laughs> like you know, getting really deep into like the... I, I mean, yeah. Donald sure. recognize the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> you just look for the guy with the hat, right? And you're like, okay, whatever that's, he says goes. That's fine. Yeah, I don't know. There is this, uh, it is actually a really good, like, way to kill an afternoon is to look at, on Wikipedia about all the current people claiming to be Pope that aren't, like, Pope Francis. Like, there's <laughs> there's a guy in the States that his name is, like, Pope Michael or something. And, like, it's just, <laughs> it's just some guy. There's, like, a picture of him just hanging out on his porch or whatever and he's like no no no. he's got like all the robes and everything too like these that's one of the the big thing i can't believe actually there's like thousands and thousands of people online that are really you know hardcore convinced that pope francis is not the real pope I is thought that a north like, american thing like i feel well, like north american catholics are really don't like them yeah i think well it's partly because uh um yeah that 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 is true but the the uh, most of those people at least still think that he is the pope they just hate them you know what i mean mm -hmm. there is a there is sort of a trend of people that do believe that pope benedict is the real pope and that like pope francis is illegitimate that's like a trend i mean it's like any possible permutation of who the pope should be someone believes it i guess like they just there's there's very strange like uh i don't know but uh I don't know. It's, it's it's funny to see like that kind of logic play out because, uh, yeah. I mean, most people, at least in the states, they they dislike the pope, but they yeah. I don't know. They uh, like the, I saw a guy saying that he was going to write a book about how Catholic uh, Catholics should not be environmentalists, and uh, <laughs> like that was like his thing. And uh, he like I think he even said that he had like a contract for it or something. It wasn't just like a you know wild idea kind of thing. He was like, oh no, no, no I'm actually going to do this. And it's funny because uh, um, the Pope, I mean, within the last few years, I think five years ago or something, had a uh, encyclical out that was just all about how you basically have to be an environmentalist to be a Catholic. Like it's just like 
you know, uh, and really in deep in that. So the only way that they can really sell that idea is if they just basically say, well, Pope Francis is wrong about all that stuff, so don't listen to him at all or something. So it's going to end up being some book about like how, uh, you know, it, it'll only quote like the most extreme weirdo environmentalist mm -hmm. or something like yeah to be an environmentalist means that you uh want to get rid of all technology or something like that or is it known so he'll you know. cite uh davis con eco-fascist so but um it's interesting like um i think like one of the greatest tweets ever is like that pope francis tweet about like how everything looks like like it's like the earth looks like a pile of garbage right now is not yeah. like one of the yeah. one of the best yeah. tweets of all time. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, I like the Pope. He seems like a good dude. Yeah, he rocks like like he's into Adidas, which is kind of cool. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I always feel a bit like uh, it's like a honeymoon period or something. Like the second that the next Pope frowns, everyone's just gonna be like. <laughs> You know, we've got to get we back miss, to tearing to, down the church or whatever. So Yeah. Also, like, you're sort of like the Twitter, like, I guess there's a few more now, but, like, uh, like you've become, like, the spokesperson for the Catholic Church in, in a way in our section of Twitter. It's like, like, you're like, I don't know, like, it's not like you have to say Pope Brant, like, if, you, if Donald says Pope Francis is the legitimate Pope, that's what somebody, <laughs> somebody's <laughs> waiting for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, I, people get really angry about that kind of stuff. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, strange. I think it's, I don't know. Okay. That's another thing that people should be who care about, like, your person's personal spirituality. Like, that's not, like, it doesn't affect you in any way unless, like, Donald was, like, firebombing Canadian abortion clinics or something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter that Donald's a Catholic. It doesn't harm you in any way. He's not actively out there, like, lobbying the government for, for something. But people take it really personally, and, like, they yeah. they think you're a bad person if you believe in, in things. I think people also, like, don't understand the benefit of spirituality at all. Like, some people, obviously some people get it, but... If, yeah. If, if that's not part of your life, then they just don't understand that there's like a really that's a very good thing for him, and that like you should support that if you care about him and stuff. But it's like, nope. This just means that his politics run up against mine in some kind of way, maybe, possibly, and therefore. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, but they've turned into like the the thing that they think Donald is, or or, or a spiritual person. Like they've become like the non spiritual version of the type of religious people that you hate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just joke about it online mostly because it's just like a subculture thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't, yeah. I don't, I don't actually debate really or, or care about what people say about most of that stuff. But like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's feel too, if, yeah. I, I mean, someone the other day was saying about how I don't give my real views ever, which is, I don't know. On, on, on this podcast, I like do that at length all the time. <laughs> I don't know. So <laughs> that's usually, I feel like that's a better me method for it because I know most of the time people aren't going to like yell at me immediately after I say something that I believe or whatever. I think that's fine. But like online, I don't know. I, I feel like probably shouldn't be doing theology online. We need the Donald Catechism in 240 characters, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Donald, what would you do or how would you feel like let's say there's like the next pope is extremely conservative and you know like anti-communist and all this kind of stuff like 
would you still sort of feel like, well, he's the Pope? That's would you kind of separate the artist from his work, so to speak, or or how would you respond to something like that? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's one of those things where the actual the faith itself is supposed to be. It's like very, very focused on almost like a small bundle of truths that you believe about like uh, um, about certain things about Jesus and all that kind of stuff. And uh, um, beyond that, everything, anything that he says beyond that, you kind of have to take as, uh, okay, a smart old guy is saying something about it, but you don't have to believe anything beyond that, really. I mean, most of the time, uh, you know, people disagree with it all the time here and there whatever it's not it's more like uh he only like invokes certain kind of voice whatever kind of thing right like of authority in very very specific types of things now uh you know if if he started like if uh, the new pope started doing that like kind of saying like you have to do this whatever um it's not it's not i don't know it's it just means that he would you know like it's not that situation is not really I don't know. You just have to like live through it kind of thing, right? You just kind of have to, you just kind of have to focus on what you actually believe in your kind of narrow life instead of uh, just, you know, following the opinion of the day on everything, I guess. So, yeah. Mm. That reminds me of a Hadith about the prophet. He, when they were in Medina, they were setting up the community and stuff. And uh, part of the agriculture there was to grow date palms. So they, there was some people that were doing that and they asked the prophet like what they should do. And he was like, uh, well, I don't know, plant them over there. And they're like, Oh, okay. And so that was like different from what they would normally do. And then the harvest didn't turn out very well. And they're like, but you told us to plant them over there. And he was like, I, I don't know about farming. That's you guys know about farming. You should do the farming. I'm, yeah. you know, my job isn't the farming stuff. I'm here to do the, you know, to be like a spiritual leader. So yeah. I think like, you know, it's kind of tough. Like, uh, like Catholics have like their main guy, the Pope, or most of the religions, you can sort of like have a bit more leeway where you, you know, you believe what you believe, and you know, you can listen to this guy, you can listen to that guy. So, Catholics really have like their king. So, like, it's you're you're more people will say like, oh, hey, the Pope said this, whereas you can't really say that about a Muslim or like a Protestant or whatever. Like there's a million yeah. people that you could point to and say, oh, well, this guy says this, so it's not a big deal, right? Yeah. Whereas Catholics are sort of stuck, like, you know, with, with yeah. the Pope. I think that that is more of a response from non-Catholics to Catholics, though. Exactly, than yeah. Than it is That's within right. Catholics. Yeah. Because if you look yeah. at, like, say, polling and stuff... Um, you know, like, I think probably a majority of Catholics in the U.S., which is still a pretty conservative place in yeah. the, on these kind of things, uh, support abortion being legal in the first trimester or something like that kind of thing. Right? Yeah. Like, it's not like it's uh, it's not necessarily the fact that just because a person identifies as being part of a culture that they're going to. Yeah. So I feel like. Uh, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's, it's one of those things where. Uh, it ends up being kind of like a quick gotcha thing, like when people mm -hmm. say no, stuff yeah. about like the Sharia like or said, something, and yeah, like the so. whole who care mindset or or sure. whatever. Or you say like no apologies, but like nobody's arguing good faith. Like you know, sure. when they talk talk about that stuff, they just sort yeah. of want to get you, and so it's like you just gotta you know chug along and believe in what you believe, right? Sure.
nobody's going to say, hey, oh, Donald, I got you. Now you got to change your views on Catholicism. <laughs> like, that's yeah, not yeah. going to happen. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Um, where do I find the Glock in Half-Life Opposing Force? Have you guys played that? No. Oh, I was thinking maybe you'd played it, Dave. I've played it. I don't remember uh, having to go out of my way to find it. I think you can just pick it up off of a dead guy or something. I don't. I don't know. Google it. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I played Half Life Two, I think, and Half Life, but I don't really remember anything. That's a long time ago. Yeah, Opposing Force was the one where you could play as the soldier. I think it was a DLC. Yeah, I'm not a PC guy, so my son wants me to get into build a PC. Uh, gaming PC, so I think I might become one soon. So we'll, we'll see. Keep on top of that. Yeah, are you going to get Cyberpunk when that comes out? I guess I don't know. Like I love Witcher Three, so if it's as good as that, then I'll I'll give it a try. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping it's uh, up to that level. It it seems like it could be, but could also be a big flop. Who knows? There's a lot of hype. It was interesting the PS5 like the first launch came like they they showed like a, a remaster of Grand Theft Auto 5 it's like come on that's like how you feel like the gaming industry is sort of like spinning its wheels when like the biggest launch like the biggest game last year was Final Fantasy 7 remastered and now like GTA yeah. 5 being remastered for a launch game like it's uh it's so dumb yeah i uh, i i looked up i i did i couldn't handle just watching the launch but I looked it up afterwards because I was like, okay, the two things I want to know is the release date and the price point. And mm-hmm. they, those were two things that they didn't include in their presentation, I guess. So <laughs> I don't know. I guess no. it doesn't really matter. It's just going to cost what it costs, but I don't know. Yeah. So usually yeah. comes around by like Halloween for Christmas. So yeah. So I don't know. I, uh, are are you uh, are, would you get one, Tom? I don't know if you would. I don't know. No, I, mean, I don't. I don't, I don't think so. I have a decent computer. Uh, I I kind of am investing in my computer as like a gaming thing. Uh, I think it can run Cyberpunk and stuff like that. That's sort of like the benchmark for this. You know, next couple of years of of what like a, a game, what a computer needs to be able to run it. I think. So if I can run that, uh, I think I'll be pretty good and. I don't know. I have a PS4, and we got that for free through kind of weird circumstances. And uh, I don't know. It it runs YouTube, so we're pretty happy with that. Netflix and YouTube <laughs> is pretty much what we use it for. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I've really enjoyed the PS4, like getting it last year or whatever. And, uh, um, but I feel like it's already at the point where, you know, I'm blown away by all of the graphics and all that and the, uh, games that are now i don't really need it the next level or anything i don't know it's not like it doesn't really matter to me as long as it keeps working and does whatever i need then uh, i'm not like i don't need to have it be like 4k or whatever i don't know so yeah um let's see are there clothes other than platform shoes which i already have that would make me taller i'm fairly tall already but i would like to go even higher that's a very for, weird question. I gotta say that, that you may you may want to look into some of your motivations around that. That seems a little weird. Vertical stripes, I guess. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess it depends. Are you trying to be actually physically taller, like so you can reach things on top of the fridge or something? Or is it just like you want to look taller? Because that, that's different. Yeah, I think it would be look taller. I uh, Yeah, maybe uh, carry a staff or something, maybe. Yeah, a top hat. Top hat, yeah. There you go. Top hat. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then also maybe like, uh, you know, get short friends and just have them hang around you and stuff. Some yeah, that's a therapy. Good that's why I hang out with Donald. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Since you guys took a turn to talk about health and stuff, what is the most R word blood group? Whatever you have. That's my response. Yeah. I don't even think about I don't even know what I am. I think I got B or something. Who knows? I think I got O. Which I think is a good thing. I think yeah. I'm an A. I, I think O was supposed to be good for COVID too. Oh yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I heard Maybe. that on Rogan, so like, you know, <laughs> whatever that's <laughs> worth. Yeah. <laughs> you got any uh opinions on Joe Rogan going to Spotify, Dave? I'm a Spotify user, so it's kind of cool. But I only listen the odd time if somebody I really want to listen to is on there. Most of the time, I don't know. Uh, it's not that it's not funny enough for me to really enjoy that much. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. He's he, he. It's funny sometimes. It, it depends on the mm-hmm. guests. Like uh, Bill Burr was on there recently, and that was pretty funny for like the first hour or so. Mm-hmm. Then they started talking about cars, and it was just like. I don't know. Not for me. Yeah, like some sports guys that I'm interested in, if they go on, I'll, I'll listen because he gets a little bit more out of them than the average, like ESPN or whatever. So I'll listen to that. Yeah. I hope they still put out episodes that I can just get on my podcast app because I don't use Spotify at all. And I, I don't know. I just do like to have access to it. I'm but, sure there'll uh, be people ripping it. And putting it on like whatever Podbean or whatever. Uh, that's true. Yeah. And if not, that's just more space for you can't win. You know. We're... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't don't suggest people steal podcasts, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to rake in the dollars on that. Yeah. Yeah. Every penny. Well, you little guys need need to help. Uh, Joe Rogan's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do maybe one more here. Uh, I, I don't know, Donald, do you want to get into this one? Donald, what's your beef with Amy Therese? Oh, um, my God. She should be number one on everybody's who care list because yeah. she's another stupid <laughs> idiot that just says contrary shit and doesn't even live in America and talks about it 95% of the time. Yeah, so I'm going to go with a strong there is no beef. I don't, no beef 2020. Um, she, I blocked her as a mental health move. I don't want her yeah. to have to interact with me. She can do <laughs> whatever she wants uh, in her own bubble. I am not uh, going to react. I'm not going to intervene. I'm just, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like I get the general thrust of her ideas and, you know, I don't agree with it. So I'm just going to move on. And uh, I think that's healthy. I, I also think that as part of the Nobi philosophy that I do believe that one day we will be friends as I am <laughs> going to be friends with everyone in the future. Exactly. Uh, so I'm just, I'm just giving her the space to grow 
and then uh, one day I'll unblock her and follow her once we're friends again. So yeah, yeah, that's a good move. That's beautiful. Yeah, I I feel like as a you know red brown strassite Wahhabi that I think I be- I believe a lot of the same things that she believes politically, but every time I read one of her tweets, I can't make sense of it. It just seems like a, a mush of words and stuff. So. I'm not really yeah. sure what to, to make of it, but all the kind of like the simp circle around her, I tend to like a lot of what those people are saying. So I don't know. Kind of kind of weird energies is is my uh, impression. Also, you can't really trust Australians. They're the least trustworthy country. Sure. Yeah, Lebanese Australians at that. I mean, that's... That's like double job. Yeah. All right. Just to follow up from when you guys were talking about TikTok... TikTok is a satanic platform where they repeat the same five song-based jokes. It's also definitely a honeypot for pedophiles as there are a bunch of scantily clad teenagers on there who do sexualized dances. Avoid at all costs. Okay, that's not a question, sir. <laughs> I think we agree, though. That's that's a solid point. I think uh, nothing to disagree with there. Yeah, I what mean... A- here, right. I wouldn't install the app or nothing, but some of the funny ones on there are kind of funny, but I don't know. Yeah. I like the police officers on there. I, I would just follow all the police officers and watch their <laughs> little raps so, and basketball it, moves and stuff. India TikTok's pretty weird. Like, you know, like you see all sorts of like, like they're pretending like they're like heroes from Bollywood. So I think that's kind of cool. That's not very satan- satanic. Yeah, it's, sure. a, it's a little satanic. um okay let's do this one here i think this may not be a question i think the u.s protests are a good chance for don to flex some of his troll muscles on silly people and silly ideas maybe make a bit of a grift and get some people more people to listen to the pod or write a few more pieces for jacobin or harper's or some shit like that yeah that wasn't a question well i I don't it came true though well i haven't haven't gotten the you know, I haven't gotten the payback part yet, but I have been making a lot of jokes about it, if that counts. You got to spend money to make money, you know? Yeah. That's right. Okay, we'll just end with this. This is another non-question, but if Tom doesn't stop talking shit on the left, I'm going to give his number to Michael Curry and tell that boy to send every saved pick on his phone. All right, well, you scared me. That's fair. I don't know. Yeah. What's the point? Everybody can't just think the same. So if Tom doesn't like the left and it annoys you, then that's good. Maybe you'll think, I don't know. That's why I like listening to like um, Howard Stern. Sometimes he says some really annoying stuff, but I don't know. He's still entertaining, so you can't just stop listening because you don't believe the same things as someone. Yeah, that's my job is to be the like annoying person to kind of like keep things dynamic and stuff and then everybody loves <laughs> donald and i'm sort of like rustling all exactly. the feathers you know you're the white devil yeah <laughs> dr umar warned me about you ah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah well thanks for coming back on dave it was fun no problem you. i hope uh i hope everybody enjoyed it it was a bit more chill like i said uh, low spoons today but uh next time i'll i'll take an extra adderall maybe before i come on no, no, no. I mean, this is this is pretty much the tone of the show. So, we've uh, it was great. 
Thanks. All right. Turn up, guys. We'll, uh, everybody, uh, don't follow me, but uh, everybody uh, follow Dr. Umar on Instagram and catch his live. It's, I'm learning so much every day from his Instagram live. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> All right, guys, if you enjoy this episode and you'd like a second episode every week, you can subscribe to the Patreon and you'll have that as well as access to our Discord where you can chat with us in our community. And I'd like Me to thank you for sometimes. listening. And we'll catch you next week. We can go bust, eye for eye. We can lose trust. Quite wrong. Easy pop. Where you they go, go. Where they go up. Catch my vibe. Let me go off. Blam the trash. Man, it's so tough. All right, yo, put the belly around the body, make a catch. Seen her watch, now she wanna give crutch Boy got peas, now she hopping in the pod Man a real life, sugar gal, let my forget what When she want dark, told her meet me at the top Switching lanes the other day, I seen her waiting for a bus Maybe this a month, clear sweater Diesel denim, buy another one My pockets fight like heather Neck froze like I don't know no better Benzo truck, white seats and they leather Go broke, never, on my grind She make it clap like I'm Busta Rhymes I got the juice, the sauce and all them things I blammed her twice a night with all my bling Big Benz, I Drive, I brought that thing. Any girl you want, they want my thing. Don't rush, slow touch, run away. I can go country, grab and buy. We can go bust, eye for eye. We can lose trust. Quite wrong, fizzy pop. Where you they go, go, we they go up. Catch my vibe, let me go off. Climb the trash, when it's so tough. Flood my eyes, make a whole blush. Back at the tour bus, getting cool up. D square, got on de stress. Got a hand wash, new racks with the old Nikes in the shoebox. Keep my stripes, no cuss. Pull up in a new plate, then she might just. She went trying to move bait when her eyes locked. New tints on the coupe, that's a head loss. Off my whites, right my rungs. Gucci my mum, while you do your thumbs. Count my sums, this is gonna get long. Love my green, I'm trying to get strong. Trying to get on, where I'm from, it's on. Yes. Man don't take no dumb threats They see funds, they hop fence We been up, not up Next Don't rush, slow touch Brown and white I can go country, grab and buy I can go bust, eye for eye I can lose trust Quite wrong, fizzy pop Where you they go, go, where they go up Catch my vibe, let me go off Climb the trash, man it's so tough And introduce him Big truck, no clutch Wrist rolls, don't touch French Siri, I'm so drunk Cause I can't drink and drive, where's my chauffeur? Find the wipes off, whip the coca I really hold this time I work, I don't floss See, I was in the work, now my pen outside the top Shay said they're best friends, I bet they both fuck Has they both cost, cause they said I sold drugs And when you're down, ain't nobody around Watch they come back, when you blow up I got my jacket, but my heated seats help me warm up. First train to Inverary, I used to go up. It's ironic, I just sold out my show in Scotland. Used to say I wanna put Tottenham on a map, but one day I'ma change the map in Tottenham. Don't rush, slow touch, brown and white. I can go country, grab and buy. I can go bust, eye for eye. I can lose trust. Quite wrong, fizzy pop. Where you they go, go, where they go up. Catch my vibe, let me go off. Climb the ties, man, it's so tough.